When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to She Podcasts. I am Jessica Kupferman with me as always. My co-host, Elsie Escobar. I got to get a thesaurus so that I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my co-host, Elsie Escobar, and of course, our wonderful producer, back from the dead, sort of. He was just sick. Uh, John Jamingo. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good now. Good. I, you know, like I said, I had some kind of crazy infection that started in my leg, and I, mm. if, like a man, I just said, "Ah, it'll be fine. I'll just itch it." Yeah, I'll just scratch it. The next thing I knew, it blew up like three times the size, and I limped into the emergency room. They immediately put me on IV antibiotics for four or five days. Oh my Oof. gosh! Well, we're certainly that is crazy. Certainly glad to have you back for sure. I yes, think it's yes. the first show that I ever missed with yeah. you guys. It well, might be. I mean, no, I mean... No, there's been other times when we couldn't record, but not like this. Not yeah. like this on StreamYard. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, we're very happy to have you back. Yeah. And before we get started with the show, I just want to remind people our sponsorship with Memberful is coming to a close. If you haven't checked them out, please do. ShePodcast.com forward slash Memberful. They offer a very, very easy way to sell memberships to your audience used by some of the biggest creators on the web. You can use it to build sustainable recurring revenue by selling a members only podcast. It works with your existing host. It's easy for people to subscribe and it includes everything you need, custom branding, gift certificates, Apple pay free trials and more. So please shepodcast.com forward slash memberful and just check it out. Let us know what you think about them. That would be awesome. Give them a shout out. Say thank you, Memberful, for, you know, sponsoring G Podcast. They Yay. really appreciate stuff like that as yeah, well. Yeah, they do. To get themselves yeah. seen. Make us look important. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Okay. All right. Okay. So we are, I am sporting my very first merch from She Podcast. Can you all see it? I'm going to like Woo-hoo! go up on my tippy toes and I'm going to move my mic. Da, 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 da. Look at how cute. This is my little tank top that I have. She podcast. That is the green logo because we have different colored logos. Yes. That are available. So she chose, you chose the green. I think it's lovely. Yes. It's very cute. I have another one coming that has not arrived. This was the first one to get here. So I'm super stoked to have some of our merch. And I'm, I'm so excited to have this new one. Look at it. I mean, I honestly, it looks so cute. I love it so much. You look very fly. Yeah, I, lo- I love it big girl. time. And I think for a white girl. <laughs> awesome. So, but it's, I love it. Except we're trying, we're trying to discuss whether or not the She Podcast needs to be a little bit higher. Like maybe above the boobs. Not quite in the middle of the boobs, but above the boobs. Because this is like below the boobs. And so people would be like, what does that say down there? Because it's in the crease. <laughs> right. It, well, we even tried it with boobs and we I made her stuff her boobs. shirt. Yes. But you, no doubt. Y'all should have seen that. I just have to it. fix it. Oh, no, they'll see it because I took a screenshot. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my Hold gosh. On. That's going to be 
Yeah. It's, it's really funny. She's going to find it. So, yes, I stuffed my shirt with, like, very big boobs because I am not well endowed in that area. And um, it was kind of funny because they were really big. And uh, it had She Podcast right at the center nipple part. Mm, I guess that was, like, <laughs> yeah. that might have been. Wait, where Elsie was oh, all lit up. Screenshot. Oh, I, I was all lit screen. up. And then when I, when I take it off, I was like, oh, I'm so flat. Womp, yeah, womp. so Patrick is going to let his, us know about the boobs when he gets his. Oh, and Patrick Keller. Patrick Keller, you and I, I do believe we got the same T-shirt. Oh, here it comes. Oh, look. She, oh, look. See, see, see that? <laughs> the second one is so ridiculous. You see that? <sighs> Everybody who is watching us live because you have access to the Super Squad. You see that Elsie has stuffed Shoulders her back. shirt. Look at John trying to play it cool. You look like a podcast stock model in this picture. (laughs) Looking off in the distance, trying not to look at her boobs. (laughs) That's funny. And those aren't even real. Those are just socks. Large, fuzzy. Those were actually my winter socks. So they were extra fluffy and big. Extra firm. Extra firm and gigantor. Yeah, I get a little uncomfortable when stuff like that happens. I, know. I don't know what Shame I don't know whether you. to look or laugh or what. I don't know. I just I don't know why. You can both look and laugh. Just so you That's know. Right. That's what I did the this second time. It was picture. all a jokey joke. You there was no skin, it was just socks. It was right. just socks. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But anywho. Anyway, y'all need to go shop shepodcast.com. No, she podcasts dot shop. She podcasts. What what? Dot shop. Va va boom. She podcast dot shop. Let's she podcast dot shop. Shop. That's right. All right. So what do we got going on? So we have a little bit of a different workflow that we've been working with. We've been working with the produce your podcast team to help us. A l- How would I say this? I am having. I am still having a hard time letting go. As you know, Jess. Every single discussion we've ever had about me letting go of show notes, letting go. It's like therapy. Anybody who deals with me having to let go of a lot of things, Jessica's always going like, but this is to help you. But this is to help you. And then Tracy from ProduceYourPodcast.com has been amazing at being able to hold my hand as I take baby steps to let go of these things. So every time I go, but no, because of, you know, insert whatever craziness I have or whatever problem. statement here. Yes. But what happens is we have to make sure that it's branded. She literally said we have to make sure it's branded with our brand. Like no one else would do that but her. (laughs) So yeah, her team... Not, I mean, not just Tracy, who's amazing. Her team is also amazing. Like who, who she, del- you know, and, and I was actually, I was working we had a us. private call last week and she was like, one thing I am really good at is hiring people. And she is not wrong. She is really good at coming up with employees that know what they're doing and do it really well. So we're very yeah. excited to be working with them. And we just wanted to say thank you to her. They also do transcription show notes, graphics, and newsletter. That's what they've been doing for us. But they do, I mean, I think they do, they do a full production, everything from start to finish. So if you want to check them out, go to produceyourpodcast.com and just see what kind of services they have and whether or not they have something that they can do that you hate doing, which is what we're trying to do with them. So, So, And then, you know, part of it is that I don't necessarily hate to do some of this stuff. It's one of those things that you've always done and you kind of, do it. And sometimes it gets in the way for sure 
of all the things that I need to do. And right now, Jess and I are doing our very best to do other things Mm -hmm. to actually bring in revenue that require something that only I can do versus something like show notes, which Mm -hmm. I mean, as much as I think I'm the only one that can do them, that's really not the case. (laughs) Sorry. You're you're special. You are special. But a different (laughs) definition, perhaps, than having to do all... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> than having to do all the things the only notes. you yeah yeah <laughs> i just exactly. called you special in a in an even a respectful way you have to be impressed yeah. by that yes absolutely <laughs> okay and i had a special shout out today just because i, I love her so very much Me so too. carly nemo carly Happy nemo had a birthday, birthday to you. that's all i know yeah, Happy I know. I don't. Birthday. I don't really know much. You don't know that singing, one, other than just the regular. I mean, yeah, the regular. Do you want to hear a funny story really quick about Happy Birthday song? Okay, and then we'll say Happy Birthday to Carney Limo because nobody's gonna I know. Thought we just I did. Just... Go ahead. No, but like to actually talk. I mean, nobody really even heard. Okay, whose birthday it is? People in the chat, did you hear whose birthday it actually was before she took My it fault. over and started talking about birthday songs? See. Crickets. Sorry. Nobody even heard. Carly Nemo. Happy, <laughs> happy, okay. happy, happy birthday. birthday. I was going to say mm-hmm. she is part of our She Podcast moderator team, and she does an incredible job in there. She is an amazing podcast consultant, strategist, all around like person who knows what's going on. She has years and years of like audio production. What do you call that thing when you do it for a long time? Experience? Experience. That's it. See? My brain is going away. So lots of experience. Please follow. We'll have a link in the show notes to connect with her. She happens to be lots uh, on Instagram and Facebook a lot. So I'll send you over to her Instagram page so you can follow her with all of her wonderfulness. Anyway, happy birthday, Carly. We love you. All right. Now, Jess, you you can hijack and talk about birthday song something, whatever you were going to talk about. Thanks. (laughs) okay i heard trevor noah talking about the birthday song he's from south africa and they don't sing that in south africa but his mother used to sing a song that was more popular probably not the stevie wonder song but i'm going to use that as an example because i can't think of the other one so imagine your whole life you're you're like happy birthday to you let's go trevor happy birthday and then he comes over to the united states and he's like four or five And it's someone's birthday in his kindergarten class. And everyone's going, happy birthday. And he was like, this is the saddest, most depressed. They thought maybe he was on his deathbed or something. He was like, why is this the saddest song in the world? And he was like, it was more like a funeral march. Happy birthday to you. And I never thought of the song that way. But it's really funny, don't you think, that like as someone who is not from here would hear that and go, what the hell kind of birthday song of is course. that? But Clara says that the happy birthday song was written by two sisters from Louisville and were honored with them. That's cool. With a parking lot. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, that's cool. really cool. Look at that. Right. The first sister came in and said, happy birthday to you. And it didn't, wasn't going anywhere. So then the other one came in and said, happy birthday, dear. So it took two of them. Oh, that's right. It's like all of a sudden it becomes, you know, it. it the yeah. most simple song in the well, world took two people to write. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was the melody. I, I don't know. Not very many people sing it, though. I know. I mean, we, we sing in, in El Salvador. We sang Las Mañanitas. 
Estas son las mañanitas que cantaba el rey David. You I guys, like you must have seen. Ah, las, you, yes, anyway, that like was uh, what we sang. And it's like a, despierta, mi rey despierta. It's like a whole mariachi song. That sounds Mira awesome. Que ya amaneció. Your, your family sings that every time? No. Me now, or we used to sing Sapo Verde, which is green frog in Spanish. Sapo Verde to you. Green frog to you? Verde. <laughs> because we didn't know, you know, we just changed the lyrics and have it say random that's things. That's what they do so. in Hebrew. So, yeah. That's well, really? They, yeah, that's what they do. I'm going to have to start singing Green Frog to you. Everybody will think I'm crazy. Yeah. Yeah. See, everybody just does. It still own. sounds like a funeral march, though. He's not wrong. No. <laughs> he's not wrong. And it was funny because I was like, correct. he's so true. That's so true. It's kind of depressing. It is. It is a little. I never even thought about it that way. That's Me why neither. I probably I never wanted them to sing that song because I felt like so because it takes so long. Right. Anyway. Yeah. It sounds like we'll have a blue Christmas without you. <laughs> God, if anybody sent Green Frog to you, I'd be like, what did I do? Sapo Verde. Nobody would know. Anyway, so we are going to be part, She Podcast is going to have a footprint on this new endeavor that Chris Kremitzos has begun, which is yes. the Podfest Global. It's like it's like he's, he's trying to conquer the world with podcasters yes. with the dream of having 100,000 attendees to this virtual summit that he is putting together that is how many days six five seven i can't remember yeah it's long one of those a lot of days yeah let me look so it's many days long but the cool thing about pod uh, fest global august is that, 10th through the 15th yeah so five days mm -hmm. and he his dream is to really have it be a global initiative so obviously we are going to be participating in the sort of u.s side of things unless any of you women, women out there that are listeners and believers and supporters of She Podcasts, that you happen to live in a different country, possibly Africa, possibly Asia, um, possibly Latin America, and would like to do a session in your native tongue about any aspect of podcasting, reach out to us, info at shepodcast.com. We might be able to work something out because part of this whole thing is that we want it to be global. So we do have some hours coming our way. We are going to be putting some things together, Jess and I. And at the same time, a lot of the content that Chris wants to put out wants it to be in your time zone. So meaning, you know, we're not going to make you do something Eastern Standard Time if you are in Australia, right? right. You're going to do it in your, in your, but we would really love to have native, native voices doing work for their country, yeah. which is, I think, really amazing. Yes. I'm, so yeah, so all of those we things. We have a slot the first day from 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we are going to announce who and what we'll be talking about this week. Yeah. Very, so keep an eye out and check out the link. Yeah, the link is podfestexpo.com. And by the way, he's making a lot of that stuff free. So that's another thing that Chris is doing is that the tickets are 
He's really, really pushing for accessibility to so have not not have it be a an issue for anybody to have access to everybody. So this is something that is very unique. And if you can get the word out, that would be amazing. It would not only help Chris, who we really truly believe in, but also in this initiative that I think that is is primarily fueled by the independent voices of podcasting, which I would say the majority of other podcast conferences out there other than you and I, Jess? I mean, there are some. I mean, not independent That's voices. That's true. Not independent. You're right. Pro-independent. So anyway. That's true. Let us move on. All right. So now next? you're going to tell us all about the We Are Diverse. Oh, yeah, because that actually moves straight into that. I did at the We Are Diverse uh, conference. This uh, la- this past week, I did a session on Thursday and Friday. On Thursday, I did it in English. And then on Friday, I did it in Spanish. I've never done a session in Spanish. I have to say that I was a little bit nervous about that because my brain, as you can see and heard earlier, I lose my own words in English. So you can imagine what could happen in Spanish. And therefore, I was a little bit stressed out about that. But... All ended up going very well, other than the fact that they gave me 30 minutes, and my session was not 30 minutes long. Uh-oh. I got through maybe 10 slides in 30 minutes. And Sorry, 10, yeah, 10 slides in 30 minutes. So like the tw- 20 of them were gone. Oh, well, see. They didn't get 20 slides worth of content. Sad. Sad. Wow. But I'll have a link in the show notes. Maybe there will be new information for that show. And maybe I'll have that session in some way accessible so that you can hear it and see it. I was very proud of it. Yeah. You, you saw my slides. Even I though they... thought they were brilliant. They were very attractive slides. And they did have a ton of information, which explains why you only got through like 10. Yeah. <laughs> they had a ton of information on there. And it's really hard to do 30 slides in 30 minutes. You have to do like one per minute, which is hard. Right. So, which is really hard. That was very ambitious. I don't know what I was thinking. And cute. In all honesty. Well, you were thinking you have a lot of information to give and you like to be very, very thorough. Very thorough. But, uh, yes. You know, for a high level thinker, when it comes to making presentations, you forget all about high level and you want to give people as much detail as humanly possible. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, God forbid someone asks you to think in the details, then you're just like swimming and swimming. <laughs> I can't get out. Help. So <laughs> But no, I mean I'm sure did they love it? Did they did you get good feedback on it? I think so. I mean, it was really tough. It was a new platform called Hopin and I presented using Canva. For the very first time, I've never done that. I actually didn't even know that was a thing until I saw the button and I was like, "Oh, and then I realized you can present actually using uh, Canva. And I like that they have this little circle that when you move the cursor, it like moves to where you want to go. So it, I thought, oh, that looks neat. And so I used that and it was great. The Hopin platform seemed really neat as well. And what like I loved it? about it, I did. I liked it. They had a place where you can have the... Uh, the sponsors, like they have a sponsor area where you can Ooh. go in. They had separate rooms. They, um, they have like a, like a, a waiting room. Like if you're waiting to go on, like there's a way to go on, not be live, but the room is live, but you're in the back. So that was neat. 
And then they had a DJ who was playing like all kinds of music that I love, which was amazing. So that's when I first went in there, that was like the thing that made me go, oh, we are not in a regular conference right now. <laughs> so did it feel like a good alternative to an in-person conference? Because I, I struggle to see how Zoom will be able to do that. I think that there's, as presenters or as, I think that it's so hard. I Yes, it actually had a different feel than doing something like Zoom, for sure, 100%. Because Zoom is like, oh, it's another Zoom. Like, it just feels the same. This felt different. I think the challenging part about it is that there is a lot of learning happening. So I had to learn where everything is. I had to learn where the platform is. I had to learn how to put my slides up. I had to learn. So there's a lot of tech learning happening. And I would assume that the the people who are attending also have that happening. So the amount of teaching of the platform for the conference putter honors needs to be Way huge. <laughs> Putter honors. Yeah. Organizers is what I would probably choose. Orga- oh, sorry. Yes. <clears throat> That's okay. For the organizers. I will put Putter honor on my business card. Because <laughs> I like yours better. So you think that there's some, some learning curve there? Oh, for sure. Because okay. if you are comfortable with it, it would be neat. You could do all kinds of things like a chat. You can reach out to people. You can do networking. Like... Like there's all kinds of neat things you could do. And I was afraid to press certain buttons because I was afraid I was going to go live when I wasn't ready or who's going to show up. Like I needed more information, but I don't think that was their fault. I think that's from everybody. Like as an organizer of a virtual event, you have to walk everybody through every single thing when they get on there. And unlike a membership, which is something people come back to and try again next time and go, oh, what is this? This is a one-time thing. So if you're going in for that one day, you have to like know the thing that one day. And then afterwards, you're it's over. Cool. Well, that's a good, that's kind of a tooltip in itself, that's I guess. Kind of a tooltip. It was an unexpected tooltip, but I'm excited to use that for the first time. I definitely want to check it out. Next on the list is about the IAB. So we're moving into some news. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. So the IAB will be hosting its first virtual podcast upfront in September for advertisers and media buyers to preview upcoming podcasting program. It's a three-day event. It's going to be showcased completely digitally, over 20 presenters. So it's it's going to be, I guess, kind of like an online virtual conference, but that's not exactly what it's like in person. Because I went to the first couple and you sit in a theater style room and people come on stage like one after the other and present their fall lineup, sort of like how they do for television. In, in television, the upfront is about you know, NBC, CBS, ABC, Netflix, they all come on the stage in front of representatives from every advertising agency. And they show what's going to be played this fall, some, you know, whether or not stuff is coming back and what they're excited to launch. It sort of gives advertisers an idea of what kind of buy they'd like to do and which shows and which agency. So advertisers sort of sit in the audience and take notes that they can bring back to their agency. And so they just said, you know, many of the internships were canceled 
So the core of the IAB mission is setting existing media and marketing professionals up to thrive. It's important to invest in our industry's next generation. So I guess they're sad because they don't have any interns, which is probably who shows up at the upfront. But They're just saying uh, it's been an incredibly challenging year for many people. That's why they're offering free access to key industry events. So to go, you need an invitation live. Like nobody, like you can't just show up at an upfront, at any upfront. You have to be invited by one of the companies, I think. So for them to make it live online, it's kind of a big deal. That's nice. Yeah. But you still have to go. I mean, if you click through the three-day upfront thingy, you still have to uh, apply. You have to be you, a member? Not even apply. I don't even know. You just have to go ask them, yeah. can I? Or maybe be a member too, which is Or expensive. maybe, yeah. Yeah. So if you're a student, you can go for free, I guess. Right. I don't know how they figure that out. Um, but if you are not a student, then uh, you got to pay up, yo. Pay up, yo. Pay up, yo. So, yeah, but they're going to have all of the fancy people going in there. It would be very interesting to see if they have any celebrities. I mean, yeah, they always have celebrities. And they're going to be doing ACAST, BBC, American Public Media, Art 19, Cadence 13, Pineapple Street, iHeart, Midroll, NPR, somebody famous, Sony Music Entertainment, Vox Media Podcast Network, Westwood One, Wondery, Warner Media. I mean, there's got to be someone famous in there. They just announced, didn't, uh, who was it? Was it iHeart just announced a new Will Ferrell show, I believe. That's right. Yes. They are really pushing that one. Yes. And Tig- one of John's favorite. He's so excited. He's going to resubscribe right now. Tig Notaro is doing a new show right. for him too, I think. Jess knows how much of a nemesis Will Ferrell is. <laughs> it's to me. I'm not he a big fan. does hate Will Ferrell. It's true. I don't know why you do, but it's okay. You're allowed. You're entitled to your opinion. Stupid it's as, okay. Stupid as it may be. You're allowed. <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, my gosh. Holy crap. Yeah. Okay. Holy crap. All right. So there's that. The IAB is doing that. And then I guess the biggest news in podcasting as of last week was that the New York Times um, bought production company, the, the production company behind Serial Podcasts. And so now they are part of them. And so there's that. Nick Kwa covered this a little bit. And I'm going to read you a little bit from his uh, Hot Pod newsletter, where he had uh, a little bit of a interview with some of the folk that run into it. Might as well, mind you, Ira Glass was asked if he wanted to share, this, uh, excuse me, sell This American Life. And uh, he did not. He said, no, 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 no. So this is not... This American Life. This is the serial company. And Julie Snyder was interviewed by Hotbot. And then this is directly from that newsletter, quote, plus Snyder just didn't have a huge interest in running a company. So that's why I had this quote, you see, because it's so much harder to run a company than actually produce your show. Right. Here we go. It's not where I come from, you know, she said. I feel like I'm really good at supporting reporters and producers and helping them get the shows. Actually, thinking about the company strategically was the type of thing that people would suggest to me. I would feel like it all made sense, but I would always wonder, isn't there someone else that would be could be thinking about this for us? <laughs> End quote. Ta-da! Of course. Anyway, continuing on. Hence, the decision to sell to the Times, which would provide the the infrastructure and stability so that she wouldn't have to worry about it, 
anymore. Once over at the time, Serial Productions will be largely independent from the rest of the Times audio operation. For now, we're thinking about Serial Productions as being adjacent to the Times newsroom, said Dolnik. Julie and her team already have the next three to four projects in flight. They have a full plate and they're moving fast and their stories are going to come from the This American Life pool. The Daily and the Times audio team, on the other hand, are pulling more from the Times newsroom. He added, operationally, they're going to be distinct for a while as the partnerships unfold. I think we're all excited about different kinds of collaborations that we can do. And that's not day one. Right. Have you ladies listened to the Nick Qua podcast, The Servant of Pod? <laughs> no. I, no. No. I was very interested in a guy who talked about podcasting for so long, actually starting his first podcast. And right. I went in and he does a really good job with it. I was shocked. Yeah. In what way? Because he's got um, people. Wait, hold on, hold on. He has a team that helped him create his show and does all the things. Uh-huh. Like, you know, all the rest of the people who are doing wonderful audio podcasts for, like, the LA, the New York Times. And, you know, yeah. You don't sound bitter at all. You're hiding it so well. No. Me? No. I know. Elsie sounds so bitter and angry about it. Well, no, it's just that here's the thing. If I had that kind of support, mm-hmm. having me create a show where I had a team helping me create the content, figure out like what the angle is, scripting things out, helping me figure out how to deliver, because a lot of the things like this are very much about being able to coach somebody, especially if this is the first time behind their microphone. And yes, there is a sense of like, maybe this, he's really good naturally as a host, for sure. But he's got all of this other stuff happening. He's got mm-hmm. people that are are able to edit and it ha- make him sound really smart. That's what a good editor does. Yes. They make you sound amazing. Wait, so you're saying that all of it is a farce, just like our show? No, I'm not saying all of it is a farce. It's like J-Lo looking fucking phenomenal at 51. Yeah, all right. You're right. All right? You still sound really angry about it. Well, all I'm saying is like, it's yeah, of course he has a great show. Of course J-Lo looks phenomenal at 51 with the face and the makeup and the, and the body. That's what she does. Like, she's got a team. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Am I yelling too loud? It's just that you. That's I a, got excited. That's a note I've never heard. You. <laughs> Sorry. That's all. <laughs> and yes, Koenig is is still involved. I mean, yeah. yes. I hear your frustration. I believe. I agree. He's a spoiled. Hear, she's like, I hear your frustration. <laughs> I'm just saying. I agree. When you totally have that agree. kind of support. Yeah, it's going to be great. There is no way that man would have put out a show that isn't spotless because of exactly what you're talking about, John. The pretentiousness of him as a newsletter talking about podcasting when he's never podcasted. I was excited to see, like, I'm not going to lie. I wanted to go, I wanted to go over there and listen to a a horrible show. And no, it was not. No, it's actually really good. And I was, yeah, I was disappointed Um, that it was so good. Oh, (laughs) sorry. He disappointed you with his professionalism. That's funny. Yes, he did. I was quite pissed off. I would like to know, like, I, f- I forgot who his team is. Oh, here, meet the team. Here we go. Oh, there's only him. The LAist. The there's LAist only him? Studio. Really? Wait. This- so you just had a whole bitch fest about how much help no, he No, no, no. On the team, it says meet the team. And it's like him. And then the LAist. Okay. 
but no specific like producer, sound designer. They doesn't anything. have a producer. They they don't have um, a specific outlined producer for his show. Okay. So, but I'm telling you, I know. Maybe he just doesn't want to give everybody any credit, so it doesn't. So it makes it look like it's more him than anybody else. Right. <laughs> just saying. I don't know. All I'm saying is that this is a very well thought out thing. Sure yes, is. of course. And I mean, otherwise, it wouldn't have taken him so long to do it because, I mean, how long has he been writing that stupid thing? And he should have had well, a podcast. Well, he had um, imposter syndrome. Did he? Yeah. Sure. Well, I'm glad Sky doesn't have that feeling. Sky Pillsbury uh, from Inside Podcasting, although she's leaving Inside Podcasting, which I'm so sad about. I'm so sad too. Uh, but it seems like she's going to have some super fun stuff coming up. So I know. She'll still be in podcasting, just not as the host and writer of Inside Podcasting. That's okay. I don't know. Why did I go off on that? Oh, John, stop it. No more talking about things that are not on there. Oh, John did it? <laughs> well, John started talking about Nick Qua randomly. She brought up Nick Qua's article, and it made me think about oh, his right. new podcast. And I just, I didn't realize that it was going to start a whole thing. Yeah, I didn't know it was going to cause an international incident. <laughs> I was just interested on if you heard it or not. You never know, you know? You just never know. (laughs) Okay. I have not. I think we're done with the news. I think we're moving into some tool tips. Elsie's tool tips. I was really interested in this article that was on the Spotify blog. And uh, this section, you'll see the link in the show notes, was called How Studio Ochenta. Is is reaching the world through its multilingual podcast, which kind is of is that goes, how you say it? Ochenta. Ochenta. So Lori Martinez, who is amazing, she produces her company produces shows in French, Spanish, and English. And one of the reasons that I have this down in the uh, tooltips versus sort of news or features or whatever is because she said something very interesting that I thought was very helpful. And I think this is one of the things that we often forget as producers, particularly when we're running lots of different things. And as of now, Lori really leads with mission and her mission in podcasting, which is something I teach all the time. So her whole thing is creating multilingual podcasts out there. She feels that is actually what she leads with all the time. She talks about the power of language and all of that stuff. But how do you do that, really? I mean, if we wanted to translate our show, think about what that would take to do She Podcasts in a variety of different languages. Maybe we do like a like a a shorter show or maybe it's just me or something behind the microphone and I'll do it in Spanish and English. But it's still going to take super a lot, I think. I mean... You would need a new editor. Well, yeah, right. I mean, there's so many different Spanish. Do you know how they do television translation? Mm. Does it cost an arm and a leg because it's got... Overdub. Overdub yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, is that expensive? Like, Oh, I'm sure it's part of the... I think it's part of the licensing agreements that they have. That's how I would assume. Like if somebody, like let's say Mexico wants the latest Sesame Street then they would get licensed content and they have, I think they actually have local people voice Sesame Street that is in that colloquial Spanish. Because I believe when I watched Sesame Street in Spanish, it was in my type of Spanish from where I'm from. It wasn't Plaza Sesamo? 
Bless us. Of course it's Plaza Sesamo. That's a whole different show. Well, there's they, they always have different stuff. And then, then they have like the ones that are dubbed. Like even like, you know how I used to watch okay. for the Flintstones and stuff like that? Yeah. The Flintstones was dubbed into and Scooby-Doo and all of those were all dubbed into yeah, that's Spanish. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I have this quote inside of this article that says, quote, to be able to consistently release her original shows in three languages, Martinez limits the series to eight episodes a season, each one clocking in at 10 minutes. She sees the short length as the perfect amount of time to adapt shows and translate them affordably. Quote, if you have 10 minutes, you can really go far thinking of all the different versions of the same thing, she says. Whereas if you did a show that's 40 minutes, it would be really complicated logistically to get that translated or changed and adapted to different languages, end quote. So I think that this was really great. You didn't, she didn't just like all of a sudden create a show and go like, how can we translate it? She created shows with a strategy that could be translated. And oftentimes, whenever we have projects like this as podcasters, we don't think about that until later. To a smaller degree, when I started the feed, I also did it knowing that I can only edit that show two times a month. That was the the parameters. I can only do this two times a month. If I have to do it more than that, it's not going to happen. So we need to really think. And so if somebody says, you need to do a weekly show, you need to do a daily show, the point is, can you? What are your resources? And also, is that in supporting your overall mission for your podcast? Because if it's not, who cares? Do it once a month. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That cool. is Cool. Before we get into the Weird and Wild show of the week, we have a new sponsor, Woo-hoo. Swell. Swell.life. So... Podcasts and Swellcasts are perfect partners. You can create quick. So first of all, Swell is an app. Let's just start there. It's an app that you download off of iTunes and or not Apple Podcasts, the iTunes store. You can create quick companion clips for each episode or offer independent bonus content. Anyone can listen to and reply to your post with audio of their own. You can instantly create conversations that make listeners feel heard and appreciated. And with a community of voices, you'll be able to build loyalty that lasts. So basically what we would do in using it is have either our own channel or invite everyone to, you know, we could either play a clip of our show or have Elsie and I start a conversation about this or that and then welcome feedback. And it would be almost like Voxer in that people write back to you when they want to or if they want to. You can record and share Swellcasts without limits. It's an audio app that gives your listeners more of what they love. You. You can stream (laughs) any Swellcast on your website, too, because it has widgets where you can embed them as well. So download the app, share what's on your mind, and get into it. You can go to ShePodcast.com forward slash Swell. And here's some cool stuff it does or that you can do with it. You can share your Swellcast link with listeners in your show notes. You record and post just within the app. You can use it for private or public conversations. You can respond with voice or audio emojis, which I believe is like <sighs> applause oh, and like audio oy, 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 oy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty fun. Um, customize your own free channel with images and descriptive audio. Supplement your swells with descriptions, keywords, and external links. Follow users and conversations. Use the hashtag to categorize your content and engage new listeners. And search for things you're into by topic or keyword. So I'm thinking that Elsie and I should create a channel and try a little some of this. And we can start talking about that. We can start talking about that every week, just how our experiments with Swell is going. So we will put, if we do a channel or whatever, put the invitation in the show notes. Otherwise, keep listening for your invitation to Swellcast, but definitely download it, check it out, and see if it's something you guys want to, want to do with your shows. We're excited to be partnering with them. Absolutely. It sounds kind of fun. Uh, Doesn't I mean, it? Especially if that you can have the... Yes. The audio emojis are I definitely like a that. new cool thing. Yes. And now let's go into Weird and Wild Show of the Week. Weird and wild, weird and wild, weird and wild show of the week. So this is following up on last week's uh, Weird and Wild. And I'm just saying uh, that it was Michelle Obama had a podcast or we, I said no podcast. And then Jess, you know, was like, anyway, whatever. We're not going to go into that. But what's really cool is that her first interview is with Barack Obama. And there's an article that I want y'all to see that is going to be in the show notes as well, where it was from Deadline. And you can see a picture of them recording. I really like the whole like couch thing. She's like, she's doesn't have shoes and she's barefoot. She's wearing this, these cute shorts. They're leaning back and laughing at each other. And they have like microphones in front of them, like that stand right next to you, which I think is like the most awesome thing. I think I want one of those things yes. to have right in front of me. Totally. And just talk so that I can way. relax on the couch as well. Yeah, right. Anyway. And this, so this article also has like bits and pieces of what the conversation was about. And in all honesty, if this podcast would be like the kind of conversations Michelle and Barack have at home, I'm so in. I don't think she even needs guests. Yeah. I think they should just do Michelle and Barack. You think? And just talk. Yeah. And they don't even I mean, have to be like, I mean, they're already inherently super smart and thoughtful, but I know they're also really funny with each other and they're like real people. And I just think, anyway, I think that's super cute to watch. I agree. I think that would be great. Right? I mean. So, yeah, that's going to be a great show. That's, That's all. It's going to be a great show. We have the link in the show notes for that. And then there's this new thing called This Is Not a Podcast. And it's a podcast done yeah. completely by artificial intelligence. So Ooh, all the topics. Right. But is it content, on our RSS feed? Yeah. But all, yes. All the content. So topics, it, is an, it is a podcast. It is an actual podcast. Um, done by something called GPT-3. All the topics, content, and episode summaries are automatically generated by GBT 3 And if you listen to it, and I can share my screen and share audio. Hello, and thanks for tuning in. Welcome to This Podcast Does Not Exist, a show all about the latest technology trends that you should be keeping on top of. I'm your host, GPT-3. This week, will the <laughs> robot take your job away? It's a question I get asked all the time, probably more so than any other on this list. Why is it such a pressing concern? Well, there are lots of things that machines can do better than humans. We should embrace that fact and use machines to make the world a better place. That's what they the want key you is to in do. the hands of the individual. Right. It depends on the kinds of jobs that are done by the person. Technology has made the lives of humans easier and convenient. The only way to get future jobs is to change with the changing times and progress. 
Since AI is here to stay, many people feel that it is going to take over the jobs we do on a daily basis. You All are showing it, that involve person. Doing repetitive tasks such as accountants, auditors, paralegals, or librarians, or whatever you are. controllers, photographers, teachers, translators, clerks, administrators. I'm annoyed at the content. It's honestly a computer telling me I should trust computers, and that seems yeah. wrong. It seems very wrong. I'm not sure. Well, it is weird. I don't want robots to replace teachers in any way, unless it's like very, very closely humanly simulated, because I think when you're learning, you need someone to understand you. How did a person not have a hand in that? There's a coder that built code. Just take a look at it. Read about it. I mean, like read the article uh, in the with the link. It's very strange. I mean, the guy who built it, it's jamespotter.dev. And basically, he built it. I mean, it's just like that software that I bought that I can make voiceovers with. And it's computer-generated voice. And I can put whatever I want in there in text, and it reads it. He built this thing called Stretch, which is a bit like Uber, except it's free, and there's only one vehicle. And it could be anywhere in the – it could be literally anywhere in the United States. So, like, if you can get it because it's near you, great. But there's one limousine (laughs) – Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's interesting, right? So, right, I think his whole website could be weird and wild. Let's be honest. But anyway, cool stuff. Cool, cool stuff. And I think that's it for us as far as today's show content goes. Correct. Before we go, though, just so you know, we have closed the ability to join our super squad via Patreon because we are about to launch it in... Not Patreon. <laughs> yeah, within our own hub. So if you'd like to get on the waitlist, go to sheetpodcast.com forward slash waitlist to get on the Super Squad waitlist so that you know the second it goes live, which will be relatively soon. So sheetpodcast.com forward slash waitlist. Don't forget to visit sheetpodcast.shop as well as our sponsors who will be in the show notes, but it's dot swell, dot memberful, and then of course produceyourpodcast.com. And if you need an editor, please see audioeditingsolutions.com and Mr. John Domingo. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at She Podcast. You can also find our show notes at ShePodcast.com. If you have anything to tell us um, and you want it on the air, go to ShePodcast.com and use the SpeakPipe feature. Tell, uh, give us some audio feedback and we'll play it. Otherwise, you can email us feedback at ShePodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening to us today. Love you. Meaning. Bye.